have a seat. Snuggle with your dog, cuddle with your kitty, put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You found Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. This show is for those interested in empowerment, empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Now, here's the host of the Dr. Andy's World Radio Show, animal facilitator, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, everybody, to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show on Inspired Choices Network. You are listening to me, Dr. Andy, and I want to thank you um, for this for today's show, Do Dogs Think? Um, you may be wondering just a little bit of how I came to be on the air with you today, and I, I've been playing with animals for over 15 years. Um, I went to chiropractic school, and then I wanted to work with dogs. I do see horses, but I wanted to work with dogs. And so over, so I have a practice. Um, and for 15 years, day in and day out, I'd do my thing and change the energy and do the adjustments and you know, create miracles. Um, and I listen to stories from people that would just blindly follow what their veterinarians advise, you know, what their vets would advise, and and they would watch their pet's health and vitality just continue to fade. And I was running as fast as I could. I was doing the best I could and trying to get all the um, other information that you may never get from your veterinary out into the world to each 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 animal that came to see me, and it was getting exhausting, and I was getting fed up. And here I am, because this way, I didn't have to give up on my dream empowering people to know what they know about their animals, and I could get the information out into the world that the animals want out into the world. Um, so welcome, welcome. So grateful you're here listening today to Dr. Andy's world. In in this world, my target is to empower you to know what you know about your animals and to go beyond your comfort zone with your animals. So who and how much fun can we have today? Okay. So I probably have said this before, so if you're if you're a regular listener, you know, you'll hear it again. But today we're gonna we're gonna go over do dogs think and it's over, but we're gonna we're gonna take a look at it. But and it came about I was um natural grocers here um, in the Denver area, and Time Magazine had a whole, probably smaller magazine type thing. It's a special edition thing, and it says how dogs think on it. And I'm like, I'm like, well, that's a, that's, that's not what it is. That's not the question to ask. How they think? What do they think? Um, And so we're going to ask some more questions around that. Um, And we're going to um, we're going to go down an energetic journey. So we do a lot of looking at the energy of things. Because energy is the first language. That's the language our animals speak. Now, you know, that's the energy B. So what do they think? So we're going to take a look at that. We're going to go down that journey. Um, but if you are if you're interested in actually joining me on the show here on Inspired Choices Network, we do make it very easy. You, there's two ways. You can join us in the chat room by going to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and on the home page along the top, click on chat room, follow the directions. Um, you can get a behind-the-scenes look at what my producer, Christine, and I are up to, and you can participate with comments and questions there um, in here. Now, for the rest of you that don't mind speaking up and being heard, please Please call in. We'd love to chat. And in the U.S., that number is 815-880-8255. And in Canada, it's 613-800-8736. Or you can use Skype, Choices Network. And you can always get a hold of me at a later time at accessdrandy.com. See, easy peasy. And for those of you that are familiar with how I work and um, we're aware of access consciousness because we use a lot of tools and processes from access um, and the clearing state that that may or may not pop up in the show just kind of depends on where the energy goes. You can get more information on that at theclearingstatement.com. But if you love access and you have an animal and you have a question, call in. 
called free facilitation. Get through it. We'll, we'll acknowledge what actual what actually is going on and quite possibly just change everything. Okay, enough of that. How much fun can we have here? So do dogs think? No. Um, what point of view do you have? I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna tell you mine because well, that's what I'm here for. No, dogs don't think. Um, and this is really probably the, the simplest way to illustrate um, this is: Do they ever think they're right, or do they ever think they're wrong, or do they just be? So, um, so oh, I have animals right on my table, right, and I'm doing my I'm doing my thing, right. And I give a lot of cookies because what being doesn't work better or happier without, with, you know, without free food. Free food always works. I don't care if you're a dog, cat, horse, person. Free food always works. Um, and so they're getting lots of really good yummy cookies. And the owners would say, we'll save some for the other dogs. Do they ever think that they need anything for another dog? Are they actually ever thinking about how many cookies they possibly shove in their stomach? No, they're just going to continue, right? So what? And so that that's a very simple, simple um, kind of look at do dogs think? Now. You know, if you ask them a question and they choose, do they think through something? I still get a no, and I'm not sure how I, I'm going to be able to illustrate that or not today, but let's continue on and we'll we'll see where, where we go. But do they ever think they're right or do they ever think they're wrong? Do they ever think about, I want the ball? They just want the ball. They don't know if they're right or they're wrong about having the ball. They just want the ball. And they don't care if they take it from another dog, right? Are they? Do they feel badly and, oh, I was wrong for taking that from them? N no. <laughs> do, and then you, you're like, okay, Dr. Andy. No, they don't. They generally just take what they want, right? And then some dogs play together, right? Um, and then some, okay, the other dog didn't really want that ball taken and had a more forceful comment, do they then go sit in the corner and think about what they did and maybe next time not try to take the ball? Well, from a pack stand standpoint, they may not try to take that ball from that dog again. Like they got the message clear, the energy was clear, it was concise, this is, I'm playing with this, it's not yours. But do you actually go like go to their room and think about things? And I'm just throwing out another thing to look at today. You don't have to agree with me at all. You can say, yes, they sit there and think. They know, they, they dig through their toy basket, right? And they are looking for that one stuffed animal that is their favorite because that's what they're thinking about. They actually think that through. Ah. Everything that is times a godzilla can we create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And how much easier would our lives be if we didn't think? What if we just simply followed the energy? What if we were never right and we were never wrong? And we never sat in the corner um, judging ourselves into wrongness or proclaiming our rightness onto somebody else? What if we never thought, never had another thought in our head? What would that create? What kind of space would be on the planet? So that's the other aspect. Do dogs appear to be thinking because we are putting our thoughts onto them? Have they lived with us long enough? And they mingle in our reality so intensely that it appears that they think because we are projecting our thoughts onto them. Everything that is times a gazillion can we create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boy, shorts, and yes. And that may be energetically closer to what is actually going on. And, it, you know, right, because you come home and there's a 
puddle on the floor and somebody peed in the house and you look around and you see the dog that has the guilty look on their face. So have they been thinking for the last hour that they were bad and wrong, I shouldn't have peed on the floor? Or do they just energetically know from us, from our projections onto them, that that energy was bad and wrong and so I now need to react this way? But do they actually think about it? I wonder. <laughs> Everything that brings up times a gazillion can we create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, gold, I wish it can. So I, I, back to the Time magazine, I bought it, and I'm reading through it, and I wanted to look at all of the points of view that um, is being put on our dogs these days um, and how veterinary medicine is looking at things these days because that's the points of view owners are going to come into my office with. Um, so I just like to know what's out there, and I think at all of that. But this was there's some fun facts. This one was interesting, and I ne I may be really cute and not so bright, but I always did kind of wonder. I don't know why. I, I'm just not. I'm, I just wasn't clued in on this one. But so dogs have been living like with us fifteen thousand years, because that is the earliest remains of humans and dogs interred together, like buried together. Which makes complete sense when you think about like the Egyptians and they mummified their dogs with in their in the tomb together. But I, I'm just not that bright that I didn't put it all together. So 15,000 years, these critters have chosen to live with us. What other animal have we become as so socially aligned with than the dog? I mean, we have cats in the house. They've managed to keep up a little bit more of a barrier. Um, they don't need to feed off of our emotions as much as dogs, right? We have birds in the house. They're not necessarily interacting as much as dogs. We have horses. They're, they're not in the home with us. So what other animal has chosen to be so intertwined with us and our crazy-making brains? as the dog. Um, you know, this. I'll just throw this question out before we, we're going to go to break here shortly, but for what reason have they chosen to live with us? Um, they, what reason? Yeah, you know, they, they may have gotten some food and they may have gotten a little bit warmer spot by the fire, but, you know, they, they all could have just stayed wolves. I mean, they're still... 99.9% um, mitochondrial DNA, the same as a wolf, which is the DNA passed down by the mother. So they're practically, at a DNA level, indistinguishable. Now, they look completely different, but at their core, they're, quote, unquote, the, the same. So why not just stay a wolf? Why become a dog? Why become intertwined with us? And everything that brings up, can we encourage the story at all times to God's William? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, short, to me. And that is the clearing statement I mentioned at the beginning of the show. More information can be found at theclearingstatement.com. We are going to take our first break. Um, you are listening to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with myself, Dr. Andy, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world 
knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Dr. Andy on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. Um, today we are talking about Do Dogs Think? Um, and if you have any burning questions or would just like to join in the conversation, we do make it easy. All you have to do is call in. And in the U.S., that number is 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. I also have a membership going on for the radio show, and you get weekly emails, you get um, extra processing, you'll get extra information, additional videos. Um, and to join that, and it's free, is to head over to Facebook and find my Dr. Andy Harper page. And then it says it has a little blue button, so sign up. It'll cost you your email address, yes. Uh, other than that, it's free. Um, and we're hoping to grow that and um, really get you some more um, bonuses above and beyond what what we do on the show. So um, if you're interested, go ahead, head over to Facebook and join the membership. So do dogs think? I go, I'm going to go with no. You may go with yes. And then, oh, you know, what do they think about? And how smart are they? And do they have emotions? What, you know, and all of this, I think, we can all um, relate to. I mean, we've all had these thoughts about our animals and, you know, and you, you're looking at them and some p parts of them are brilliant and the other parts are not so bright and, and each of them is so different. Um, but isn't that kind of like all of us? Um, so do dogs think? So we, I went over how they've been living with us for 15,000 years. Um, here's a, I have fun facts today. I just like them, so I made them down. Um, <laughs> humans are, not humans, dogs are the most abundant terrestrial carnivores. So in areas where humans live, there's 900 million dogs worldwide and 80 million of them in the U.S. The average U.S. citizen spends $2,000 a year on each dog. And that's food, toys, care, et cetera. And we all know those folks that, spend a lot more or have an emergency or require surgery or et cetera, et cetera, and the costs go up from there. So I thought that was interesting. I always, I like those little fun facts. Um, so here in Denver, we talk about we are, as people, um, are infinite beings, although we don't necessarily always choose from that space, that space. But your dogs do. They are infinite beings. And an infinite being is being aware of everything, being infinite choice, and embracing total embodiment as the joy, um, the greatness of embodiment that's possible. So how much more connected are dogs to the energetic world, to the earth? How much more do they um, be in the swing, not the swings, but, you know, ebbs and flows of things. You know, how much more do they be rather than think? Um, and so they are infinite beings. Um, they choose from infinite beingness. They don't sit around in their head telling themselves how awful and wrong and bad they are um, as much as certain times you'd like to think they did. How many of us would like them to just go in their kennel for a few minutes and contemplate their bad behavior? They're not doing that. They're just sitting there, like, 
open the door. And, you know, that's all. So you're like, I'm going to make some noise, see if that works. Well, that didn't work. I'm going to be quiet. Up, oh, that works. Got it. That's it. Simple. Um, who, who makes it difficult? Who needs the dog training? Who needs the information? Right? That, that would be us people. Right? The dogs, they are psychic. They, they are infinite beings. They have chosen to live with us for 15,000 years and they live in our head. How do they know you're going to the store before you tell them about your grocery list in your head? And you do it every Wednesday at 8 a.m. They know this. They're not thinking about it. They know it. They see it flashing across your head because that's where they live in. They are psychic. Um, so, as I mentioned before break, what, what would it be like if we truly function from the infinite beings we are? And we stopped thinking and followed our knowing. Right? Empowering you to know what you know. On this radio show, the caveat is about your animals. But what if we empowered you to know what you know about everything and anything, including your animals, including you? What would your life and living look like if you stopped thinking and just knowing and following that knowing all the time? Not just some of the time. Not just when you know that's probably your choice because there's your thinking again. Everything that brought up times the gunzoning can you create destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine boy shorts and beyond. So do dogs experience jealousy? That was one of the questions in one of the articles that I read. We all think we do. I see it every day in my practice. One dog's getting petted, so the other dog comes over there and you know, barges in because they want a pet. Is that actually jealousy? Yes or no? And everything that is, times you got zillion to create start off. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine boys, shorts, and young. My point of view, it doesn't matter. Jealousy. That energetic of jealousy. They're not not doing it because the other dog's getting petted. They're doing it because they want petted too. And it's a distinction. And if you're petting that dog, why can't I get a pet? It's not don't pet that dog, although it appears that way. And everything that is times a godzillion can you create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine boy shorts. Yeah, it's kind of like treats. Oh, they're getting treats. Can I have some? And they just ask. And what if we started asking like they did? Can I have a cookie? Can I have a cookie? Can I have a cookie? What would happen? I bet we'd get more cookies. Instead of, well, I asked once and they said no, so I'm just going to go over here and and be pathetic and not ask again. What dog asks once, walks away, and becomes pathetic? No. They're like, um, give me a cookie. I want a cookie. Can I have a cookie? Do you have a cookie? I bet you have a cookie. I know you have a cookie. Go find someone that has a cookie because I'd really like a cookie. Right? What if we had more of that energy in our lives? And does that actually have anything to do with the other dog? I want a pet. Can I have a pet? I really like being petted. Could you scratch my ear? Because I really would like my ear scratched because you're there and your hands are free. So why not? Does it actually have anything to do with the other dog getting petted? No. Now, if I could get him out of the way so I could have your hands to myself, you know, hey, bonus, right? Yeah, and then you do have dogs that then have a little more oomph to their ask, right? Maybe we have a dog that's a little more dog aggressive. You have other behavioral issues. I mean, yes, you have a whole spectrum of stuff that you can get with dogs. You have a whole spectrum of stuff you can get with anything, right? And all that times a godzillion. Can you, can you uncreate, destroy it all? Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boy shorts, and beyond. So they did this one study. This was fun. And didn't actually, the article, go, it's a Time magazine. You can go get it if you're really that interested. And they were talking about how they were pretending to give a treat to a mannequin. Um, about dogs and jealousy, but they never, like, actually answered the question. Like, they didn't say what the dog did when the mannequin pretended to get the cookie. Um, I'm assuming they just kind of came over and, can I have one too? Um, so they didn't actually get into, did they experience jealousy? 
Um, but I thought that was funny. That was one of their um, scientific studies to pretend to give a treat to a mannequin, um, a little pretend dog. I, I'm not sure what their point was, but I thought that was pretty funny. And then they did this other other little study because they also asked, you know, do dogs love? Do they emphasize, emphasize empathy? Can't can't talk today, but do they have empathy for other dogs? And they did. They put dogs in cages next to each other. This is interesting, you know, and you'll have to take it or leave it or do what you want with this information, but it was kind of funny. Um, and they could pull a lever in the and get food. And one dog had a lever, but no food would drop. The food would drop in the other cage. And they would be more than happy to continue to pull that lever for the dog next door, meaning they didn't get any food. The dog next door did, if they knew the dog and liked the dog. Isn't that funny? I think that's awesome because I have people come in all the time. My dog hates all other dogs. I go, I doubt it. Now, there may be only a couple dogs they like, but when you project that they hate every other dog, what are you going to get more of? More of hating every other dog. Yeah, my dog's not too keen on other dogs. But you don't project the full-on, my dog is dog aggressive. So what would it take to be very congruent for us people to be very congruent what's in our head and what comes out of our mouth in general, but specifically with our animals? Anything that doesn't allow that to occur with total ease, joy, and glory, can we create and destroy it all? Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, boy, shorts, and beyond. Because come on, I have... My dogs like other dogs better than other dogs. Okay, cool. Nothing right, nothing wrong about it. And they don't have a point of view. They're not thinking, you know, that, ooh, maybe I should really start to like, you know, I don't know, Fluffy more. Because I really just don't like Fluffy. I, I, I just, you know, I don't like little white dogs with long hair. I'm not a big fan of Fluffy. But maybe maybe I should sit here and contemplate in my kennel that I should like Fluffy better than I like Buddy. Not doing that. And it they are following their energy, they are following their knowing, and they just know they prefer buddy over Cool. Um and if I'm <laughs> making this kind of yes, I'm making this kind of fun and light because does it actually really matter or mean it thinks or doesn't think or how they think? Everything that is times a godzillion can you create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine boy shorts and beyond. We adore these creatures. They live in our homes, they sleep in our beds, they destroy our furniture, they eat a lot of food that we have to pay for. They require attention and time and exercise and all this stuff. And we ad utterly adore them for no particular reason that I can figure out. And everything that is that I'm trying to figure out, can we create, destroy at all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So we're going to go ahead, take another break. We're going to come back. We're going to look at that energy a little bit more um, and talk a little bit more about Do Dogs Think here on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, 
Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, on Inspired Choices Network. And I am here every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can catch me any other day or time that's convenient for you um, on, on Inspired Choices Network, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Just search for Dr. Andy's World. And there's a actually... A lot of shows there. You can actually go back to my previous show called Animal Magic um, and check out all of that information, too. So it's a lot of fun. It'll keep you busy for a while. Uh, and I would like to invite you to join my membership by going over to Facebook, find Dr. Andy Harper, my page there, and hit sign up. It'll cost you an email, um, but it's free, and you'll get a lot of extra information and bonuses um, above and beyond the radio show. Would love to have you. We are talking today about do dogs think. My interesting point of view is they don't. They be. Um, they follow the energy and they are projected and expected a lot of thinking-like activities, um, a lot of emotion-like activities from us. Um, but other than that, they, they just be. Um, they are psychic. Um, what, what great question um, you could start asking is, how would an animal handle this? Because they just function from awareness. If we started following the energy, becoming more and more aware of what's going to work for you and everybody else, the kingdom of we, what if you started asking, how would an animal handle this? Not necessarily your animal, but how would a animal? And you might even want to go out and grab the energy of wild animals, because talk about just being. Um, dogs, it actually gets a lot more complicated, convoluted, confused because they're living in our convoluted, complicated, confused heads um, because they are psychic, they're intertwined with us. Um, so our crazy gets mixed in with them. But what if you went out to, how, for the fun of it, how would a cheetah handle this? They would kill it. You know, they would run fast. They would, they would choose to go this way because that's just a choice. And they're not going to go later in the day and second guess, oh, I should have went left. Why didn't I go left? I turned right and I missed the rabbit that I was going to eat. And oh my God, what a terrible cheetah I am. They're not doing that. So for what reason do we continue to do that to ourselves? And what if you just course correct? And what if you're never right, you're never wrong? Everything that is times a godzillion can you create and destroy it all. Great, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So one of the articles was called The Plight of the Neurotic Dog. And one of the quotes in the article was, we have come a long way in appreciating the importance of mental health and the need to address mental health humans. And we've been a lot less sensitive when it comes to animals. Um, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> because what mental illness in this reality is, here's your label. This is what you now need to live up to, and here's your pills, which will kind of fix what we've decided is wrong with you. So I think if we're actually a lot less sensitive with our animals, that might not be a bad thing. And how medications don't really work in animals when it comes to mental illness, quote unquote, that's because that's, that that they're showing is not theirs. They are taking it on from us. 
So you can't treat an illness that's not theirs. Everything that is times a gazillion can create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So in, in the veterinary world, we have our dog trainers and our behaviorists. Right? I, I equate them to psychologists. So they can't hand out pills and they're going to do a lot of behavior. And then when you go up a level or over a level or down a level, whatever, and you go to see your, um, your vet, your veterinarian behaviorist, that's your psychiatrist. You're going to get a pill or two or three along with some minimal behavior changes or sent back to your trainer for that. So I just want everyone to be aware of what the agendas are for where you're going with your animal. And what if all of our animal's mental illness is actually them taking on our neurotic, our crazy, our mental illness, and everything that is times a godzillion can we create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So when I, I, I've been working with the tools and processes of access for a lot of years now, eight or nine, and they go down to Costa Rica every year to my facilitators so I can keep talking access to, to y'all and utilizing it in my practice. And there's so much more space down there, and the animals are so much more ease. Let's go with that. There's so much ease. There, none of them are fat. None of them are spayed or neutered, and that's a whole different conversation, and I get it. None of them are. Um, they're just running down the side of the street. They're not running in the middle of the street because they are aware that they will hit by a car because they've always run the street. And they're, they're allowed to know when dinner time is. They're, uh, you know, they're, and if you want to be fed, you better show up, right? There's this space around allowing them to be dogs that our dogs no longer, in here in the U.S., my, and my point of view is our dogs don't get. Um, they're in our houses. They're, you know, fed certain times. They're not allowed just to run around because, you know, there's off-leash laws everywhere. They're not you know, just allowed to sniff all over the place. Um, they have a completely different lifestyle. And is that lifestyle making us and them, we're going to use the word from this article, neurotic. And everything that is times a godzillion can create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, hot, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And is a pill the answer to that? Um, I know when I started 15 years ago, there I don't, Maybe there were. There weren't any here in the Denver area. These, the the veterinary and the doctor of veterinary medicine behaviorists, these psychiatrists, these hand out pills, and they do. They they prescribe Prozac, just like they do for people. So, how many people are on the exact same antidepressant as their dog? That's not a coincidence. <laughs> that's your dog being energetically congruent with you and trying to take on your stuff and it does not work well. What You generally feel a little bit better and they generally don't. Um, but it, it doesn't eliminate your quote-unquote illness, whatever that may be. Because, it, you know, there's always the running joke, you know, the little old fat lady with her little old white fat dog and they both have diabetes. Again, it's not a mystery. It's not a coincidence. It's not, oh, they have the... No, these dogs have chosen to live with us and are crap. And they do it without a point of view and they do it without thinking, oh, I'll be... I'm right, perfect, and correct for taking on my owner's stuff. They're not thinking about it. That's how they be. Um, and how much more grateful can we be of and for them? And how much more can we acknowledge them for this? This is a, a huge capacity that that they be with us. Um, and so I think that's interesting that we need to be a lot more, they were indicating that they needed to be a lot more sensitive to animals' mental illness. Um, what if we were a lot more energetically aware about our own 
mental health, and that changed everything for our dog. Everything that is, time to get straight off. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, call, nine, boy, shirts, yeah. So I wanted to share the story because this was, this was a story. So I was contacted by one of the shelters here in the area, and a little 10-pound black chihuahua named Bear. He was four and a half years old. He, so mind you, the shelter contacted an animal communicator, which he told them that his neck was bothering them and that he wanted to see a chiropractor, so they called me. How cool is that? And what's it going to take to have more of that in this reality? Um, it just, it, it made molecules dance when I, in that story. And, and the shelter did it. And so they brought Bear in. And Bear, he's 10 pounds of Chihuahua. And he was flinging his weight all over. I guess he had pretty much ever scared of him. He would growl and snarl and just oh, Tasmanian dove. And it was hysterical. It, and he didn't get a rise out of me, and he didn't get a rise out of my massage therapist that was here at the office that day. And it was so funny because the couple that brought him in, they're like jump and scared of him. It's hysterical. Anything. Anyway, we he got a little massage, and he got an adjustment, and he got some energy work, and he was feeling so crummy from head to toe, so crummy. Um, and so we did as much as his body wanted to that day and i i told the couple i go actually you guys you should be really grateful he's been as nice as he has that's how crummy he felt um but i really like the story i really like how he got to me and they're going to do some follow-ups and i will keep on how bear does but um i think We'll get him, get his body feeling so much better, and then he can handle the world more appropriate than throwing around his 10 pounds of weight um, and maybe get him a home where he will be truly appreciated. All right, we got to do one more of those break things um, here at Dr. Andy's World Inspired Choices Network. Um, we're going to take our final break. We'll be right back, and we'll finish up talking about Do Dogs Think? Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network. Um, I am here 
every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific Time. Um, we are talking today about Do Dogs Think? Um, and we it was talking about um, a chihuahua named Bear that came through an animal communicator through a shelter and how cool that was. But I actually had a point that my blonde self um, didn't actually get to, so we'll get to it now. So he showed up not feeling well. It was really painful from head to toe. He was having some skin problems, some hair hair loss, and they have him on Prozac. So he went to the veterinarian, whichever vet that was, and they put him on Prozac because he was acting out the way they didn't like him acting out. Um, and what's it going to take? This might be a, more of a target from my animal chiropractic side, my what the body is saying side of things. is What if that behavior would take completely if he wasn't painful? And for what reason does the veterinary medical community not rule out pain at the very beginning when you're looking at behaviors that us people don't like? Um, Because actually, like we said before break, meds are actually minimally helpful. And when you are putting meds into the brain, it changes the brain chemistry, and not always for the good, especially long-term use. And in dogs, I don't know if you ever get to long-term use because they're not with us as long as people are. Um, but you never know. And what if less is more? Um, we'd love to adopt that. Although here in the U.S., more is always seems to be better. Everything bad is times a godzillion can create and straight up. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So what I'm so thrilled there ended up where he ended up so we can get that changed for him and get him feeling better. But what would it take for trainers and veterinarians to take a look at pain when you're dealing with behaviors um, and rule that out? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes they're jerks and they need to go through behavior training, and, you know, but sometimes they actually just hurt and didn't, and that activity was bothering them, especially a little dog that's always getting picked up. You know, when you're getting picked up, you're getting jostled around, that hurts. I'm going to tell you so, okay? Teeth, snarling, growling, slapping, biting, hmm. you know, but what else you got when you're only 10 pounds? So that's my little bear story. Um, he came in this week. I hope to see him soon. I'll keep you updated on him. Um, yeah. So what else do we want to go through here? Do dogs think? Hmm. So I was reading through, like I said, this time I can pick it up if you'd like. Um, scientists who studied brain health. Oh, here's another fun fact. Scientists, because, you know, science is always correct, right, and perfect, and everything that is, times a godzilla, can you create straight all right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Scientists who study brain activity and some dogs say they can distinguish words and intonation of human speech the way humans do. And every map brought up times a godzillion can we create and straight off. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Do they? Do they really pick all that up just like humans do? Okay, and how bad are humans at picking up um, words, intonation? So I'm going to go with dogs do it a shit ton better than people do. <laughs> and they're not picking up on words, and they're picking up on the energy of the words. They're picking up on the energy of the person talking. They're picking up on the congruency or the incongruency of the person's brain with what words are coming out of their mouth. Because how many people are congruent with what is in their head that comes out of their mouth? Does that match? And I never, really, never even looked at it and what the heck are you talking about, Dr. Andy? Can we uncreate and destroy all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, right, yeah. So those people that talk and talk and talk and talk and, and, and either A, don't make a lot of sense to you, B, energetically draining, C, don't want to hang out with them, all of those things, is that because what comes out of their mouth doesn't match what's in their head? And everything that is, time to God, so you can create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, right, yeah. So I go with the dogs are a hell of a lot better at reading us than, than we are at reading us, right? 
And um, and the right, what was I trying to say? They are better at reading us than we are reading them, and they're better at reading. Yeah. What if most of our behaviors with dogs and difficulties in dogs and difficulties in pack is because we're not being congruent? What's going on in our head is not what's coming out of our mouth. We do not match, and the dogs do not know what to do with that. Everything that is times Godzillion can create and straight off. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boy, short, and beyond. So what if the brain activity, this, oh, can distinguish words and intonation, what if that brain activity more closely follows the dog's picking up the incongruency of the word with the person's energy? Everything that is times the Godzillion can create and straight off. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boy, short, and beyond. So I think that's all I got on that one. Huh? So do dogs think? Eh, mull it over. Let me know. Send me an email. Tell me I'm an idiot. Would love to start a conversation about this and what, what space and um, energetic congruency can we create for the animals of the world. All right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine, source, and beyond. Next week, it's all about puppies. Yay, puppies. Who doesn't love puppies? Um, I love other people's puppies. I also love other people's children. <laughs> That is times again, so I'm getting crazy right off. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, call, nine, boy, short, and yes. So we're going to cover a little bit before you get a puppy. Like, what if you ask for the right dog for you um, before one ends up in your lap and in your house? Um, what to do and be after the puppy arrives? Do you have your household rules set up? Um, what are they allowed on? What are they not allowed on? Are the people incongruent with the rules of the house. Um, what type of training will work for you and your new puppy and your new pack? Do you need training? How, when do you want to start training? How do you want to train? Um, and so we're going to ask our questions. We're going to go on an energetic journey um, that could change everything for you and the puppies of the world. Um, and of course, I have stories, right? I always have stories. Um, and I think I've mentioned this, but my puppies are now three, but I had two at the same time. One of the stupidest things, stupid as in completely unaware choices I have ever made in my life. I will go on record. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. I asked a couple questions, not enough, and I overrode all of my energetic awareness with, I know what to do. How bad could it be? Oh, my goodness, two puppies. So we're going to go over puppies next week here on Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network. I am here every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific, Standard Time. And until next week, does your dog think or do they just be? Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's World. Dr. Andy will return next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until next time, how different are you willing to be with your animals, the planet, and your world?